0: A thank you to our brother and friend, Jay Webb, for those kind words and for our introduction. And thank you, everyone. Today, we want you to know the Lord has need of you. Let's talk about that in just a moment. Here on the International Gospel Hour, we'd love for you to take a few moments and go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Feel free to peruse our website and see what is available. There are free downloads, there's a place to request a Bible course, and we'd love to hear from you here on the International Gospel Hour. That's our website of internationalgospelhour.com. We hope to see your visit there. Let's begin today with a beautiful account of the Lord Jesus Christ from Luke, the 11th chapter, beginning with verse 1. That's Luke, the 11th chapter, beginning with verse 1. And when they came nigh unto Jerusalem, unto Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, he sendeth forth two of his disciples, and saith unto them, Go your way into the village over against you, and as soon as you be entered into it, you shall find a colt tied, whereon never man sat. Loose him, and bring him. And if any man say unto you, Why do you this? Say ye that the Lord hath need of him, and straightway he will send him hither. And they went their way and found the colt tied by the door without in a place where two ways met, and they loosed him. And certain of them that stood there said unto them, What do ye, loosing the colt? And they said unto them, Even as Jesus had commanded, and they let them go. And they brought the colt to Jesus, and cast their garments on him, and he sat upon him. And many spread their garments in the way, and others cut down branches off the trees and strawed them in the way. And they that went before and they that followed cried, saying, Hosanna, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Blessed be the kingdom of our father David that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And Jesus entered into Jerusalem and into the temple. And when he had looked round about upon all things, and now the eventide was come, he went out unto Bethany with the twelve. Oh, again, what a beautiful account of the King of kings and Lord of lords, as Paul declared Christ in 1 Timothy 6.15. Let us ask something. Why did the Lord need this coat? Well, one is to fulfill the prophecy of Scripture. In Zechariah 9, 9 and 10, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion! Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem! Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just, and having salvation, lowly, and riding upon a donkey, and upon a colt, the foal of a donkey. And I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim, and the horse from Jerusalem, and the battle bow shall be cut off, and he shall speak peace unto the heathen. And his dominion shall be from sea even to sea, and from the river even to the ends of the earth." You see, this part in the life of Jesus was fulfilling the prophecy of the Scripture. Secondly, to make his entry in Jerusalem as the Messiah, not on a horse of war, but in humility upon a colt, a young one. That's why the Lord needed him, that little colt, or upon that donkey, upon a colt, the foal. Regardless of size, this little one served a purpose. He supported the king. That's a beautiful account, again, from the New Testament, but I want us to think for a moment of the request, the Lord hath need of him. You know, we asked the question as we began or made the statement, we want you to know the Lord has need of you. Have we ever stopped to consider that the Lord hath need of us? You know, by our lives, one can support and uphold the King, Jesus Christ. I submit to you, first of all, dear friends, that the Lord hath need of men who will be, for example, Christians. When they asked the question in Acts 2 and verse 37, Men and brethren, what shall we do? They asked upon the moment they heard the gospel, and they were pricked in their hearts. They asked, what shall we do? And, of course, the response of Peter was, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. We find later in Acts 2 and verse 41 that as many as received his word were baptized. And that same day there were added unto them about three thousand souls. They were saved, as we see in Acts 2 and verse 47, disciples of Christ. The Lord hath need of men who will be disciples or Christians, for the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch, as we note later in the book of Acts, Acts 11:26. The Lord hath need of men, therefore, who will be Christian husbands. You know, there's been a great challenge and a great response throughout the past several years to where we find gatherings to encourage men to be the Christians that they need to be. I am mindful of the mighty men gathering throughout the churches of Christ in this country, of a couple that I read of last year. I recall my wife and I attending a marriage seminar, or more than one, to where it prompted me to think more of a husband and how I can serve rather than expect to be served. Colossians 3.19 says, Husbands, love your wives, and be not bitter against them. That takes action on our part. Love your wives. You know, good men, what a wonderful thing to grow in the knowledge of loving our wives. Listen to 1 Peter 3.7. Likewise, you husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife. Did you notice that phrase, dwell with them according to knowledge? I need to grow and have knowledge on how to treat my wife, how to care for her, and how to serve and help her. You know, Proverbs eighteen twenty-two says, Whoso findeth a wife, findeth a good thing. What a beautiful thought. The Lord hath need of men who will be not only Christians and Christian husbands, but Christian fathers. You know, even in the days of old, the Old Testament in Deuteronomy chapter 6, beginning with verse 4, listen to the charge of the spiritual teaching of the father over the mother. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be as frontlets between thine eyes. And thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house, and on thy gates. That is the charge to the fathers. Ephesians 6 and verse 4. And you fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. Dear friends, I've noticed through the years that a lot of times the spiritual teaching falls upon the mother, who will rise up on Sunday morning, get the children ready for Bible school and for worship, while the father sometimes just simply stays home. You see, the Lord needs men such as this for stronger God-fearing homes. You know the Lord has need of you, dear friend. With that being said, the Lord has need of you. Would you love to see what the Lord has done for you and to learn more? Maybe you'd like to be a better Christian man, or a better Christian woman, or even young people to have their priorities right. The International Gospel Hour offers absolutely free a Bible study course by mail so that you may study in the privacy of your own home. We love to encourage personal Bible study. Call us toll-free at 1-855-444-6988. That's 1-855-444-6988, and your free Bible course will come your way very soon. You can also sign up at our website, internationalgospelhour.com. And now, let's conclude our study. The Lord hath need of women who will be Christians. In Acts 5 and verse 14, "...and believers were the more added to the Lord, multitudes both of men and women." In Acts 8 and verse 12, "...when they believed Philip, preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God, and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women." Listen to Paul commend the ladies with him in Philippians 4.3, "...and I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, help those women which labored with me in the gospel." with Clement also, and with my other fellow laborers, whose names are in the book of life. The Lord hath need of women who will also be Christian wives. In 1 Peter 3, 5, 4, after this manner in the old time, the holy women also, who trusted in God, adorned themselves, being in subjection unto their own husbands. Wives that love their own husbands, according to Titus 2, 4, and they are encouraged as a prudent wife, is from the Lord, Proverbs nineteen fourteen. Prudent is defined with other words, such as intelligent, expert, success, and wisdom. Oh, the difference the wife can make to that husband. And then, of course, Christian mothers, who will love their children, Titus 2 and verse 4, who will be the key instructor in many spiritual things, as we see in 2 Timothy 1 and verse 5, the praise that Paul gave to Timothy's mother and grandmother. The Lord needs women such as this, for from them also will come stronger God-fearing homes. And the Lord also hath need of young people with godly priorities. We would encourage all young people, love and respect God's word, know it from a child as Timothy did in 2 Timothy 3 and verse 15, and love and respect your reputation, knowing that a good name is better than a precious ointment, Ecclesiastes 7.1. Young people, how are your spiritual priorities? The Lord hath need of you. Have we put together a good, God-fearing family that the Lord has need of? Indeed, the Lord hath need of men, women, and children who will do His will. Yes, my friends, the Lord has need of you. Yes, you. Regardless of your status in life, you can turn to Christ and learn more of Him. And we hope that you will. Once again, call for the free Bible Correspondence Course here at the International Gospel Hour, one 855 And let's continue our studies together. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening. You we... Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com.